Okay, I need you to know that so many things have changed since I recorded this with my mom. Um, We recorded on March 7th, and I had the thought to interview her a few days before that, and Logic kind of said, hey, wait until she's in town visiting you in a few weeks at the end of March. But my gut just said, no, like, let's get this interview done. I feel like I need to get this done sooner rather than later. Turns out we interviewed on March 7th and over the next couple weeks, so many things changed. Uh, If you are in the United States or probably in the whole world at this point, you are probably being affected by COVID-19. Right now here in Utah, we are asked to practice social distancing. So a lot of people's, including my own work schedule or school or social lives have changed completely. Um... There are just so many things that I could not have foreseen when we recorded this, but that's why I think this is so cool that we have this. Um, I'm keeping my original intro in after the the theme song, so you can see how little I knew of what was going to happen in the next couple weeks. Um, But I'm just so grateful for my mom for sharing her experience over the last few years, and she shares so much insight that I think is so valuable for all of us going through very similar things right now. So... Enjoy the interview, and I hope you feel uplifted by it. Welcome to the Looks Like Wandering podcast. We're talking education, career, and life paths, because it may look like wandering, but it's very intentional. I'm your host, Allie Barnes. Today's episode is a very, very special episode because I am interviewing my mom, Julie Barnes. She has gone through a lot in the last few years, and I felt like she could give a lot of insight for people struggling with um, sudden illnesses or having to completely change their lives around or taking unknown paths or being very intentional about how to find joy and fulfillment when your usual sources aren't there. Really, the list goes on. She has learned so much, and I'm so excited for her to share that with you today. A little note, she does go into religion, and she shares her testimony of Jesus Christ and of the gospel. So if that's not your thing, that's fine. (laughs) That's fine. But it has been such a huge part of her story, so I'm keeping it in there. I did not edit a thing out of this interview because I just wanted her to share everything. So thank you so much, Mama, and enjoy the interview. Okay, I am here with my mom. Say hi, Mom. Hi. (laughs) This is my mom, Julie Barnes, and I asked her to come on this episode today Um, because she has gone through some transitions in her life lately um, as she a few years ago had to quit working because of health issues and have had a couple has had a couple of uh, health issues in the last few years and she's had to make these shifts each time Um, but I think she's handled it really well so I thought it would be cool if she came on the podcast to talk about handling uh, uncertainty and not fun, <laughs> not fun changes and health diagnosis and and how you coped with those and made the best of the situation. So let's start with, and you don't need to give specifics on 
the health things if you don't want to. But can you tell us about um, the first health issue you had? And I'll say it was vertigo. You had really bad vertigo for several months and you ended up leaving your job um, at that time because you couldn't work. Can you tell us about that and um, how you handled handled that transition and um, the things you began to fill your time with or how you handled that? Well, I guess it actually all started many years ago, about 20 years or so, uh, oh. when I was diagnosed with the fibromyalgia because that causes all kinds of health problems, but it didn't stop me from living. So, you know, I just learned how to deal with all of that. But then, yeah, probably, gosh, I think it's been two or three years ago, some kind of mystery illness. And the biggest issue, yeah, was the vertigo. And they couldn't figure out what was wrong. I went to several doctors and each time I'd go to the doctors, they kept checking me for a stroke because I guess some of the symptoms I had were uh, symptoms of a stroke, but they said that wasn't the issue. And so they would send me home. And probably after about a year, it just mysteriously got better. And then uh, last year, I had another weird illness. Uh, it turns out that they could figure that one out. That one is uh, called painful bladder syndrome. It's IC, this some big long medical name. <laughs> um, but that lasted about a year. And um, that I'm still dealing with that a little bit, but um, it's not as bad. But yeah, it's, it's been rough because, yeah, I had a job that I absolutely adored as a preschool teacher. And I also worked with the children at church. And I really thought I'd be doing that till, till I died. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, all these problems, I couldn't keep working. And I had to change what I could do at church. And just, yeah, my whole life just changed. And um, that's kind of a normal thing because, yeah, as I got older, your life does change and you have to figure out everything again. And this made it even worse because I couldn't do what I thought I'd be doing and what I wanted to do. It just, life came to a screeching halt because with uh, both of these illnesses, uh, there were many times I couldn't leave the house because the symptoms were just too bad. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it was tough. But um, there have been lots of blessings through it all. I uh, was looking for this past, oh, I guess it, I started it maybe a couple years ago. Wanted to do something because I've always enjoyed doing service. That's always been a big part of my life. And um, it was great when I was a teacher because I could uh, do service. I could help the kids. I could help my fellow teachers. And but now I didn't know. I still don't know day to day how I'm going to feel. I have more bad days than probably good days. And so I couldn't do anything where I would have to commit 
or I had to be somewhere at a certain time and be on somebody else's schedule. So I just got online and did some research and I found um, an organization that the, it's a, these ladies are angels. It's, it's an amazing organization. It's the Teeny Tears and they donate uh, little blanket sets with blankets and hats and uh, little diapers to hospitals. And then the hospitals can provide those to the families uh, where their babies are born, stillborn. Yeah. So I, I volunteer by sewing little blankets and making little hats. And it's, it's been wonderful because it uh, gives me the joy of serving. And it's something I can do at home in my own time. And there's some other organizations I'm also uh, looking into to do that as well. Um, so I'm, you know, trying to fill my days with helping others. And it's uh, also been a blessing that I've been able to spend more time studying the gospel and reading my scriptures. I've been able to join some scripture studies that use Instagram and the internet. And so it's this community that I love that I've learned so much from uh, the other women that are in the, the groups and just uh, studying the gospel and uh, has brought me uh, lots of comfort. It's helped me to realize that, you know, I'm, not alone, that the Lord knows I'm here and he knows my trials. There's lots of wonderful scriptures out there that give you comfort and encouragement when you go through trials. And I also collect quotes that help me, that bring me comfort. Um, yeah, just wise words from other people that have gone through the same things so I've learned a lot. What I love about it, I will say for your first, um, when you had really bad vertigo, which I don't know how you dealt with that because oh, I, horrible. I've started having some, well, don't get concerned. I don't know if I've told you, but I've had vertigo. I think I have. I've had some vertigo um, over the last maybe year or so, just every once in a while. I still don't totally know what triggers it, but it's, it's not long lasting. I can get over it, but I can't do anything. Like that's yeah. it. I can't do anything. And so I remember when you were going through that and you were like, do you have any new shows to recommend? Cause I like, it was just all Netflix. Cause not all Netflix, but like you really couldn't do anything. And that's so hard. You know, I have watched a lot of TV. <laughs> I'm very thankful for Netflix and Hulu and Amazon. Cause I, I have watched a lot of TV cause yeah, yeah mine was so bad that, there were times I couldn't even roll over. I couldn't move my head in bed because everything would start spinning. So I would have mm. to just lay perfectly still. But, yeah. Um, yeah, for anything, any woman going through that, it could have just been a coincidence. But um, I had gone off hormones for about a year before all this happened. And it was my mother who said, you need to get back on hormones. And I kept telling her it would have nothing to do with being dizzy. <laughs> but after about a year, 
you know, I was desperate. And so I told the doctor, let's get back on that and try that again. And it worked. That's when I started feeling better when, is when I got back on hormones. So you women out there, two things. Listen to your mother. Mother is always right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, second, those hormones do all kinds of things in your body that you just don't know how con- it's all connected. So that's, yeah. that's my, my medical advice. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> She's a doctor now as well. <laughs> just <Okay>. kidding. <laughs> oh, but no, being a woman, you just, that's why I'm like the things that I struggle with. I'm, you know, I can kind of connect things to like the natural hormones and like, I don't know, being a woman is tough. There's a lot it's going on. Very tough. <laughs> and who knew it was all connected and that it would cause problems that you never would even think it would cause. Yeah. Yeah. But what I love about your, your, your journey here with these um, illnesses that you've had is, I mean, the first one, you couldn't do a whole lot, but um, especially the second one, while it really limited what you could do, um, you still, I think it became more intentional about how to do the things that you love and that helped you feel fulfilled. Because like you're saying, you couldn't just, you know, your normal life to begin with, you know, you went to work, you went to church, you, you know, you, you had your routine and that filled your cup, but it was suddenly all shifted and a lot of it was taken away and you had to figure out very intentionally what you needed to feel happy and fulfilled. And you created those opportunities to do that. And I love that. And I have seen, um, I've just been very impressed over the last few years, especially as I've seen you pursue these things on your own accord and, um, you would tell me about your scripture study and you're reading more and more than you ever have. And I just see that light in you from that and, um, and all the good that you do. And not like you weren't doing good before, but it's this drive in you now that I can very clearly see because you've had to kind of just figure it out on your own, you know, and, and find out what you wanted to do. And so I really admire that and your grit um, and mindfulness and you're just wonderful. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, that yeah. goes along with one of my, you know, favorite quotes that's helped me uh, that Robert D. Hale said. And he said, when you cannot do what you have always done, then you only do what matters most. Hmm. And so that's kind of helped me not to feel bad about what I can't do, because what I have been able to do in a probably in a gospel perspective is what matters most. Yeah, I've been able to help those around me, maybe not as much as I would like to, but you know, everything, everything helps and everything matters. You know, if you're really having a hard time, you know, just smiling at the cashier or send a text to somebody, you know, I'm thinking of you, include people in your prayers. You know, it it all matters, even the littlest thing. Yeah. So that's, oh. that's that's what I've I have learned, and yeah, I've been able to find things that um, you know, even though I don't get to spend my days with little kids anymore, I'm still helping little kids, like with these these blankets, um, giving the babies dignity. And, you know, the parents to have a blanket to bury their child in. 
that brings comfort to them. But these sweet little spirits, you know, I still get to help the children just in a different way. Just I just love children. you. <laughs> I'm just here like, oh, my mom is the best. Oh, no, no. <laughs> yes, yes, way, you are. Way short. I'm just paddling through the water. <laughs> well, aren't we all? <laughs> that is well, true. I, I love that. And and I think you're still, I mean, just for anyone listening, this is the woman who the neighborhood kid, the neighborhood kids still come over and say hi, because they love you. <laughs> you also this morning told me that you were thinking of me. And so you ordered me toilet paper and Kleenex because my local store was out of toilet paper because I'm recording this in the week when everyone is worried about disease. And so they bought toilet paper to deal with that. So you just recognize the the people around you and and how you can serve and I just people notice and they love you and I love you. So oh, well thank you. I try. That's all I can do is try. That's all anybody can do is try. Yeah. Well, do you have any other things that you want the listeners to know or any other um, words? Let's see. Well, there are days, you know, with with any trials, because I am not perfect. So I do get discouraged and I get awfully depressed days. And I just on those days, you know, you just have to focus and be thankful for the things that you can do and to focus on your blessings and the tender mercies and, you know, the trials you know, when I was a kid, I used to think, you know, if you do what you, you're supposed to do and you stay close to the Lord, your life will be happy and you won't have the trials. But as I've gotten older, I realized that's not what it means. You know, everyone's going to have trials no matter how, you know, no matter how many scriptures you read or how many times you go to church. Uh, everyone's still going to have trials, but the difference is, you know, the Lord is there with you, holding your hand and helping you through those those trials. So trust in the Lord, love the Lord, and, you know, he's there. He knows you and he knows what you're going through. So just hang in there if you're having trials. It too shall pass. Thank you so much, Mom. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Do you see why I love my mom so much? <laughs> I think she's incredible. So thank you so much, Mom. And I hope everyone listening got something out of that interview, uh, whether it was insights on health, trials, or whatever it may be. There was so much. And I'm so grateful. You can find show notes for this episode at lookslikewandering.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Looks Like Wandering. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe to the podcast. Please leave us a positive review. And please feel free to share this episode with a friend. We'll see you next week for the next episode.